0: Good, bad breakthrough episode 24 officially because Drew is not able to count. (laughs) For those out there watching the video, uh, Aeson's birthday cake is on my avatar because it is his first and only birthday he's ever had. He's officially 365 days old. Can we give it up for Aeson?
1: Happy birthday, Aeson. This is his second birthday, technically, Uh, because he was born.
0: Okay, I support that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but this is the first full circulation.
0: <laughs> we we live. We got your boy Drew
1: <laughs> and Kina
0: and Kina, <laughs> and we also got Asen sleeping. But Asen, then we have Jason. You want to show yourself, Jason? Hey guys. Hey. hey That's
2: birthday, your core Asen. communications. Happy birthday, Asen! Yeah. Happy Love birthday, it. baby.
0: Then we uh. We giving Andrea some grace. She is taking a shower. Long day at work, but, uh, you know, it being Ace's birthday, I wanted to be uh, stress-free for her. Um, Thank you for joining us on today's pod. Y'all, it's so funny because I'm listening to the last pod, and I said it was episode 24, but it was really episode 23. In the beginning, I said the wrong number, but then in the end, I catch myself. Um, But just let me, y'all, this is episode 24. Is that correct? Yes. Thank you. So, so we got Mamba mentality, right? We got Kobe Bryant, Spirit, Live, 24. You know what I mean? I love it. Um, Man, so many resonations. Kina, I, I tell everybody in the network, I'm like, every time we record and every time we do new content, I'm just like, man, it just gets better and better. Like, it's, it's always my new favorite. 18, oh, fire, 20, fire, 20, 23, super fire, you know? <laughs> And I'm just, I'm very happy that we're able to continue to have these conversations on the pod, share our stories, be vulnerable, be transparent. People really are loving what we're doing. And I don't, I don't ever really realize how valuable or impactful I am to people until someone says how valuable and impactful you are. So, Jason, I shared this with Kena on the phone a couple of days ago. Uh, one of my chiropractors, that I go to and I see a couple of different chiropractors. I love what people do to my body helps me out. One of my chiropractors found out that I had a podcast last week and is looking for some leadership development, some business coaching. I'm like, yeah, you know, we can, we can do that. But first, if you want to plug into me and who I am and what I represent, listen to the podcast. I always tell people, listen to the pod, the way we frame conversations. It becomes so much easier and simplistic if you're plugged into the the program. And I told him this last week, I come in a couple of days ago, a week later, and I'm, I'm, I'm a little crippled. My lower back is hurting and I pull my back and I got some acupuncture done on Sunday, got adjusted on Monday. And he looks at me, he's like, man, what's wrong with your back? And I was like, Oh, I, you know, I, I ate some pork for the first time in seven weeks. And you know, I had to hold my, my, my stomach pains from some period of mass. And, and I had to give it to God and say, Hey, don't let me, don't let me poop on myself. I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know if it was me squatting inappropriately quickly when I got to the bathroom or if it was the 45 minutes it took me to clean up the bathroom afterwards. But my back hurt. So uh got all that situated. He was like, I wanted to say something to you. I was like, well, you can still say it. And he looks at me. He's like, what cup would you like me to pour into? And I hey. couldn't do nothing. But, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't do nothing but crack up laughing. And I'm like, man, that's the original OG episode one. He's like, I know. I've listened to six episodes. And I'm just like, Damn, bro! Like, I appreciate that. Like, you listen to six episodes in one week, and I love Kina. You can resonate with this. You love podcasts, Jason. You love podcasts. I love podcasts. I cannot remember the last time that I was that I was so willing to listen to six consecutive episodes of a podcast within one week. You know, and you know, my boy Eric Thomas. I love Eric Thomas to death. Like, I pay to go see that. I'm like two or three in a row at times one or two in a row, but six, I'm like, man, that I really received that as a compliment. And I just wanted to let Jason and Keena know, and Andrea, when she hears this, like I want to express my gratitude towards all of you, because had we not come together and had these conversations to, to be courageous and do something we've never done, we wouldn't be getting this feedback from these types of people. We wouldn't be encouraging people, you know what I mean? And I always tell people, especially in coaching, it's like don't allow the fact that you've never done it to prevent you from doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to start off the pod talking about that. I want, I want to know you guys' thoughts on that. You know, I, I need, I know I need to ask the appropriate questions when I'm asking questions, but it's like, man, you know, how how difficult to, you know, and Jason or Kena, one of you can take start that one off. How difficult was it, or How liberating was it? You can go either path. How liberating or how difficult was it to have the courage to do something that you've never done and be okay with the result and to continue moving forward?
1: I imagine that you're going to take us to the topic of, you know, episode two at some point uh, during the day today, Andrew. Um, Because that's kind of one of the things I think about um, with that question, you know, like... When you say, how how was it to do something, you know, that you didn't do before and to go ahead and get started? And, I, you know, this is one of the things. And then, of course, I don't know if the listeners know how. I don't think the listeners know that episode number two um, is still our number one episode to this day. Um, episode, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's our highest listened to, highest viewed episode across the board is the one that we have um, given the most amount of grief to you know and um, it blows my mind because we maybe not you Andrew, but you know I know that I personally you know was like man we didn't do a good job you know I was like we could we didn't we didn't stay on task we didn't stay on track. You know, we didn't meet our expectations and our standards. We still put it out, though, because, you know, and we talked about this right on episode three and four. (laughs) Uh, uh, The acceptance episodes, but kind of going into what we talked about last time when I was just saying how, you know, you know, we, we just do it. We stay consistent. We grow. I think the thing that I've taken away so far has been that we learn every episode. We're taking away lessons and learnings. Um, Even the things that we may not like, right? We were talking about interview style. What was that? A couple of weeks ago when we were all in person, we were talking about the lessons we learned from that, from the last interview that we have done. So I say that to say, like, I think that the hard things um, grow us, the things that are hard grow us, the things that are scary grow us um in an in in an amazing way you know I feel like the things that I failed at in life the things that I, I sucked at the most have also been the areas that I have really focused on my development in um and the areas that I have lots of of resonations and lessons from
2: this is I'm living this right now I'm I've lived it before I'm living it right now again you know um so first of all before I get into anything else I gotta say I have one clarifying statement but it's tied into what I'm about to talk about. My clarifying statement is when I said that I don't stop when other people do, I wasn't, it was an observation. It was not a, not a comparable. It was an observation. Um, but going back to doing something you've never done before, I am officially making a career change, job change, which is pretty exciting.
1: Congratulations.
2: Thank you. But in that process, after 13 years with Project Home, I started going all the way back to the beginning. And at the very beginning, it was all new for me. I started out working on the weatherization crews, crawling around in people's attics, in their basements, in their crawl spaces, underneath mobile homes, doing all this work I'd never done before. And was it a little intimidating working with a lot of people who had been in construction industry and these are things I'd never done before? Yes. Was it sometimes brand new places, spaces, conditions I'd never dealt with before? Absolutely. But I did it. I pushed through it. And the observation from that time was when a lot of other people would leave those (laughs) spaces, I was still in there working. So, um, yeah, but this resonates with me because I've been thinking about that journey the last 13 years and brought me all the way back to the beginning and what it was like And never losing that perspective or appreciation. So that's what you guys brought me to right there.
1: All right, Jason. And congrats. I'm so excited for you. Um, I didn't know if we were going to talk about it on the show today. I didn't know where we were in terms of disclosure. Um, But I'm so excited for you. And just about you stepping out of your comfort zone. You know, like you've been, right, 13 years. And, you you, you know, with your, you know what, you know your job you know, what you're, what you're doing and all of that. And then to take this step into going to another path, um, stepping out of whatever your comfort zone has been for the past 13 years, doing something that is not only scary, but also liberating and continues to be in alignment with what your purpose and your passions and your path is in life. Like what a scary and exciting type of thing to do and how much, um, you know, like, I feel like, I feel like it's really easy to leave a job that you've been at for maybe a year or two, you know. But you have a family, you have children, you have your wife, you have a house, and all of these type of things. Like you got all these responsibilities. And it's like to step into this new realm after all of this time is exciting and scary, but it's necessary for the growth, right? It's necessary.
2: Absolutely. And you got to say the wife was the one with the most questions too, getting into that. You know, that's how it went. Yeah, man. I, I I love that we're talking about this
0: because <laughs> uh, y'all we we all about uh the organic version of yourself and we want to hurt people's feelings with the truth and to protect their feelings of a lie so I'm so I'm so proud of everybody on this podcast right now having this conversation one when Jason said that he wanted to make a clarifying statement and an observation that he doesn't stop when other people do he's I want to clear it up with the viewers and even Kena. last week, you had made a comment about, uh, not knowing what other people do, but you know what you do. Okay. We got to keep it 1 billion with our viewers. Okay. 1 billion. We're not, we're not competing with anybody out here on this planet. I compete with myself. Jason competes with himself. Kena competes with herself. Sure. We all try to be the uh, a version of ourselves that we want to be, but to keep it a billion the difference in, you know, where you're at versus where someone else is at, it's because we don't give up. It's because when people quit or they say, damn, like, for instance, I'll say Pancake Cafe. I was in debt uh, from February of 2020 until December of 2021. I did not pay myself a dollar from the Pancake Cafe stone entity for for uh, 12 plus seven not, not going on 20 months. There's not a lot of people that would put in a hundred plus hours per week and not get paid, but the difference is I didn't stop, I didn't quit. So I wanna, I wanna verify, you know, and even like you talk about like the 99% versus the one percent, or the 98% versus the two percent. The percentages are so, so big, great in in difference, but the the amount of effort, it's just a decision. It's like when you want to quit and you want to stop, if you don't and you keep going, you're literally you're almost always one decision away from getting somewhere that you want to go. But you decide to stop making decisions and to stop going down the path because our society has taught us if we don't get something right away, we don't get gratified or validated immediately. It's not worth it. Not knowing that people are are successful after multiple failures, after years of not being paid I always talk to people about the groundwork you want to be a part of something and you want to get involved in the groundwork the groundwork is dirty not everybody's made for groundwork you know people want to jump on on your ship after you've been doing it for three or four years not knowing the groundwork like oh you want to get money you want to get dirty we about to get dirty it don't feel good you're gonna cry <laughs> you're gonna you want some su- suppress some emotions my bad job y'all. y'all got me fired up um, mm-hmm. keep but going. I, I, so I want to, I want to say that, that we know that people out there uh, don't assert themselves. We know that people don't continue with the journey. We know people say, you know what? I don't want to put more time in this, or I'm going to make a different decision, or I'm going to go down a different path. That's fine. But like what Jason said, when he don't give up when others do, you know, keen to keep working. I keep working. We, we on the pod after this, this episode 24. 24 six consecutive months of podcast. How many people do you know start a pod and quit? How many people do you know? Oh, I tried, how long do you try for? Oh, we did three at three at three? You put in, you put in 120 minutes? That's it? Look, yo up, we put in 120 minutes every time we meet now. Like we like, we trying to do two, we trying to do three, we trying to do four. like I it's it's just it's a different mentality, you know? and we and and us on the pod we got that mentality i'm gonna shut up or i'm gonna keep going but like i'm so happy because when we say these things it's not it's not to bring people down or demean them people just need to know like if you want to be a true version of yourself it takes work like you can't quit on yourself why would you quit on yourself i don't understand that that thought process is not made for me i think Kina lit a fire in my ass excuse my english a couple pods ago, I was like you too big for the room. Why? Why would you make yourself small? Why are you gonna? Why are you gonna stop on yourself? You're the only person you got. Like, and it's up to people to believe that. Like I tell people all the time, like like I love you so much. I see so much value. I can help you grow. I can help you build. I can help you develop. But if you don't believe it yourself, if you don't make the decision to know that you're worth it and you're valued, everything's done in vain. You have to make the decision. And once you make the decision to believe it, then I'll work with you. Then I'll work for you, with you, t- w- together, side by side, front, back, you know, step around, step aside. It don't matter. Like, we, I got you. But you got to believe it. Or you you at least have to start working towards the belief, you know.
1: I'm with it. I'm, I'm rocking with it. It's one thing to say, like, you know, you got to have the grind and the hustle and the da-da-da-da you know, but then also it's like, you don't have to work yourself to exhaustion or to the point where you burn yourself out or, um, to the point where you end up in the hospital or anything like that. Like, no, stamina doesn't mean that you go like nonstop. Stamina means like you train, you you do, um, uh, in order to get, in order to establish endurance, right? You train, you rest, you train, you rest. So you might be on the grind, but, part of that might mean that you incorporate taking care of how you take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like I have a very firm boundary around uh, giving myself four days off per month. And I take those four days off and I protect them. And I advocate for those four days that I take a month. And sometimes I take more than four, but I take no less than four days off a month. Um, And I didn't used to do that. Right. So for me, that's like uh, great that I take four days off. Some people are like, what you only take four. But for me, Four is good. If I need more, I'll take more. I will build in um, extra days off on my calendar. But um, I used to take no days off. I used to work every day. And that's a really good way to end up uh, sick or to end up burned out or to lose track of your purpose and why you're doing it and who you're doing it for. I don't remember where I heard this or read this or whatever, but they say, uh, somebody said, well, who are you doing it for you? You know, like, and I think Andrew had even said this before, um, as well, but it's like the, the, the question of, if I say that I am doing this to, to, to build a life and a legacy and to, to, you know, to give something to my family. And then I burn myself out doing the work that I'm doing. And then I go home and then my family gets the worst of me. And then who am I really doing this for? Am I doing it for my family? Maybe I'm doing it for my ego. If that really is like your purpose and then your intention, then you gotta, you gotta give yourself rest so that you can build up that stamina, that endurance. That is a part of training. A great athlete takes rest days as well. They have to rest. If you want to build muscles, you still have to. You got to give the muscles room to, to develop and grow for the the everything to soak in and absorb. You when you eat your food, your body, you know, like we're gonna go into the nutrition part, your body uh, will shut down in, in order for it to do the work that it has to do. It's a collaborative effort, right? You go to sleep so that your body can get take you through the cycles of restoration. Um, so yeah, so it's like, yes, do the work, but build the stamina, build the endurance for the marathon. It's not a sprint.
2: That is the lesson I had to learn the hard way, uh, because I was burning out, you know, so I had to find a balance and what you said, what you said about my family getting the worst of me, they got what was left over. I would work so damn hard and put everything into... You know my job or whatever that i felt after a while i felt guilty at home because i had i they got what was left over mm-hmm. that's the only way i can describe it and what was left over wasn't me you know it wasn't what i wanted to give to the most important people in my world so you have to find that balance absolutely so again I think it's important to stress that, because as we talk about and we're motivational and we're talking about how hard you get to work and how important that is, and it is important. You have to find that balance in your universe and you have to check your priorities, right? You got to who's at the top of your your list. Mm -hmm. And yes, you sometimes do, you know, things for work or things are going to make money to support those people at the top of your list. But if you're just focused on that, you're not focused on being there for them or being who you want to be around them and for them, mm-hmm. then you're missing the point. Yeah, I love it. I
0: love where this conversation is going. It's like, why, why, why would we give the world the best of us and give our family the worst of us? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, to your point, Jason, and it's Keena's point. It's like, you know, when you're starting off and you don't know how to start off, I think I think more common than not, that, that young business owners, young entrepreneurs, young visionaries, that's something that I don't want to speak for everybody, I can, but I can speak for myself. Like I fell in love with like building, developing and growing myself, my character, my business, our business, but I fell too much in love with it to where I started doing it every day with no rest and no breaks. And I was gaining weight and I was, uh, in a different state of mind emotionally and and like jason said when i got home i had two three hours to be home before bedtime but i wasn't connecting with my family i wasn't having emotionally supportive conversations on building developing growing i was vegging out you know and i think a lot of people in this world generally speaking have a tendency to do that but now it's like When we're talking about space and we're talking about making time for things that are important now when i'm at home if i'm at home for four hours and it's alicia andrea asin anthony if everybody's at the crib i have no desire to be around my phone you know what i'm saying like i'm about to have four indistractable hours with my people i saw andrea i was this is a new thing we started you can't say family over everything if it's not family over everything you know what i mean and some of my people in my network are struggling with that it's like we do so much together you know i got multiple people that like man like have you it's been hard to get a hold of you yeah i've been with my family bro you know what i mean like <laughs> the family over everything we can start blocking out time we can start you know meeting, uh two three times a week at a certain time and day but like if i'm if i'm with my family my my my, my intimate five don't nothing else matter. Yeah. yeah.
2: True. It's, you know, that it's a balance, right? I think the one thing I, I want to support here is that at the, be- like you talked about people trying something new and then giving up. Cause it doesn't like all of a sudden take off, you know? It's, so, so expect to put a little more time in a little more work in at the beginning, but you have to get through the hard to get to the good. That's the mm. way I always looked at it. And I think if you take that approach, so, okay, you invest a little more, right? It's just like investments. You invest a little more in the beginning. Eventually, that's all going to pay off. Things will settle down. You'll have what you want and you'll be successful. But you got to get through that hard to get to the good. Get to I, the, I, I, go ahead, Kim.
1: Well, I was going to say, I think that hard changes throughout the journey. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like at the very, for me, like, I'll say, I think at the beginning, it's like you're just trying to figure out, okay you know, how do I get this rolling? Right. And that becomes hard. That's your hard. Then it changes. Like once things start rolling, then it's like, okay now I need to figure out how can I, you know, maybe figure out how to take care of myself or how am I going to expand? How do I get this bigger scale? How do I keep up with my um my paperwork, or how do I keep up with my inventory, or, or how do I keep up with my whatever it is that you have to keep up with my appointments? How do I do my scheduling right? Then it becomes, it can become something like, um, you know, how do I uh, hit my timelines, or how do I do this? So I just feel like there's always, you know, like there's always something, right? And so I remember, like when you know, I'll say for for me, the thing is, is like if you start off with having a part of your strategy at the very beginning being, how am I gonna take care of myself? How am I gonna make sure that I'm straight? How am I gonna, if you start that off with your strategy from the beginning, then, you're not gonna put yourself into the position of I've run myself down. Now I gotta figure out how do I get myself out of that. You know, like and and I think that that's also a part of reshaping and reframing. What does it look like to be an entrepreneur? What does it look like to help to be a to hustle? What does it look like to grind? Does it mean something so aggressive as um, I'm gonna do the same mistakes that other people have done? Am I gonna follow those things, or am I going to build in the strategy so that I can um, figure out? How do, I, um, how do I be proactive towards those type of things as I move through this journey? Um, I think I accidentally figured that out because I just found something that I loved. So when I was in my career position and I accidentally stumbled upon dance fitness and wellness, and I was like, I love this so much. I was like... I'm hard stopping at 4:30. If y'all are if y'all need anything from me, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but it was like I'm just kidding. It wasn't. I don't know what to tell you. But it was like I started, how do I strategize so that I can hit that hard stop at 4:30? At 3:45, I'm starting to make my rounds. I'm starting to check out with my team. I'm starting to let my team know, "Hey y'all, it's Tuesday. Y'all know I got to get out of here at 4:30. Um if y'all need anything from me, let me know now. Let's have our our, our debriefs. Let's do our handoffs for the day." Because at 4:30 I'm out of here. Use your time wisely, right? And then at 4:30 I'll be out. Because if I didn't, if I did not give myself that hard stop at 4:30, I'll be resentful because I'm missing out on my exercise class when I could have been more strategic about making sure that I got out of there on time so that I could take care of myself, right? Because I, if I don't take care of myself and be resentful towards my team, so like I accidentally figured out I didn't even know the language for that. I was setting boundaries at that point, right? I didn't know that at the time. That's what I was doing. Same thing when it comes to communication, you enter into the workforce, you're entering into a career, you're in leadership, you think you got to have your group me turned on all the time or your slack turned on 24 seven, that mindset of I got to always be accessible. I am not always accessible. Anybody who knows me knows they cannot reach me always. And then for the most of the time, I usually ask for 24 to 72 hours to expect for me to reply unless it's something yes or no. I'm like, yes or no, or else call me. But if you sending me a written communication that's long and I need to read and think and think, give me time. But you got to establish that. I think I learned that from I don't remember the name of the book, the five hour work week. Now, I'm not endorsing that book, but I'm just saying I did take away a lot of really important mindset mindset shifts from that book. Okay, I can't remember who wrote that book, but I read it. Hey, you about know, boundaries around communication that was my takeaway from that book
0: you know it so J- I, man this is crazy get through what jason jason what would you say again get through the hard to get to the good is that what you said yep and i feel like like kina said all of our journeys are different we all figure it out differently yep. and it's a beautiful thing and that's and what we and that's what we call Get good, bad, breakthrough. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Episode 24. You can find us on all platforms. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Audible. That's the first time Drew's ever killed it on the pod. And it took me 20-some times of practice before I did it appropriately. uh I didn't
2: quit <laughs> I didn't give up fired up drew hey the one quick thing I'll follow up saying is that Keena you know there's a reason they put taglines on in marketing right and, and Keena just put the tagline on there do the hard work but keep the wellness right love that yeah, absolutely I
1: like that I love, I love it that they don't call me Ruju Wellness for no reason <laughs> okay so
2: funny